this is Integrity Radio. Hey everybody, this is Z, and it is October 27th, 2020. You're listening to this from the Z Bunker in the uh, Sierra Nevadas. Somewhere in the Sierra Nevadas. And um, for those of you that don't know, my uh, my foster dad uh, just recently passed away. Um, I'd like to thank all of you that have offered your condolences and uh yeah this is a rough time 2020 i heard it said on the social medias 2020 sucked it's funny 2020 visual right supposed to be clear vision 2020 it's just the opposite of what we have these days but um yeah thank you so much guys um yeah, <laughs> I don't need to spell out. Well, you know, maybe for historical posterity's sake, I can spell it out, right? We've got social unrest. We've got rising racism that, you know, was on its way out, we thought. But, yeah, I guess it's it's making a comeback. And, um, and then we're in the midst of a pandemic. Um, and millions well let me see i think a quarter of a million people died in america so i didn't see the pile but um i don't think you could fake that sort of thing so that's my thoughts on that i feel like i actually did get sick as some of you may know uh in march when it first came out you know i'm an early adopter speaking of early adopters this has been the longest that I ha- probably haven't done an episode. I think. Not sure. I'm going to have to look at it. But um, yeah, I did not mean to have this much time go by. But um, having to move around um, the uh, essentially the COVID crisis has created a very unstable situation for many people and uh i'm certainly one of those many um yeah man 2020 what a a shitty year man uh some things there has been some beauty and whatnot that's come i've seen some wonderful actions from people selfless actions of gratitude and 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 um and whatnot so uh, that hasn't been completely vacant but it, it certainly is shadowed by the horrors of um people and their behavior and their perspectives and the words coming out of their mouths my god There's no thought process involved essentially look in the mirror man and you know, do you really want to be saying that? <laughs> anyway, um, saying what? Yeah, well, boy, this is this is the problem 
when you wait this long to do an episode is you've got a billion things that you want to say and um, only 30 minutes, 30 anchor minutes to uh, say it. So yeah, Spotify is finally, I guess, bought up Anchor because now it's in the mainstream advertising. You see it everywhere. Anchor by Spotify. Uh, so yeah, again, <laughs> 2020, the worst. Like, what else is going to happen? <laughs> so I'll tell you what's going to happen. I am going to, uh, with any luck, be getting... A new digital unit. I'm not going to say which one. But it's a new digital unit that will allow me to continue um, producing content online. Uh, <laughs> that will continue to be marginalized. And, and uh... <laughs> By the way, this is the end. We're coming to the very end of season four here, folks. Four seasons of Integrity Radio. Oh, if you didn't know. This is Integrity Radio. And again, I'm your host, Z. So, um, yeah, with the uh, new digital device, I, if my, all my hopes and dreams are fulfilled, I will be able to um, continue to uh, make content, including this podcast and, uh, and then my various projects that I have going on YouTube, which is a nice little handful of different projects. Uh, the Picking a Daisy is one. It's a BB gun collection. Another, I have really neglected um, that channel. And app, it's actually my most popular channel. And then there's the, uh, the Wing Chun channel, the Sifu Z channel. Um, there's also the Rant Incorporated channel, which um, is just a, a bunch of stuff. Um, so if you're on YouTube, check those things out and, uh, yeah, drop me a comment and whatnot. It's been hard to get WTF going and I'm really surprised. Um, what do I mean? WTF, not what the fuck, but when three focus and it's been very difficult to get two other people and myself at this point because of being uh, somewhat um, at a disadvantage technically for the moment. So it's been hard. But my hopes is to get WTF going. And that's just my method. I'm sure others use it. It is just a method of um, surviving the great sea of noise out there. So, in other words, three people share, like, and um, engage each other on the social medias. And that triangulation helps the robots. Um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> uh, not going to pretend I know about something. I just know that this works. In other words, I, I know it works. I'm not exactly sure on um, the programming of the robots and the, uh, the search engines, the SEO and all that. Um, that to be a programmer, right? Yeah, to know that kind of stuff. Uh, but we do know that it, it's also a, 
a thing in nature, right? When three people focus, gets everybody wondering, what the hell are those people looking at? What the hell are those people doing? When three people focus, if they're colored folks, uh, you might even get the cops called on you. <laughs> I know it's not funny, but man, the comedic relief of the rise in racism or the push to, um, you know, to get racism going is just... It's just ridiculous, man. And now, of course, there's uh, an all-black militia group that is growing in numbers um, that will be confronting the all-white militia groups. So uh, I suspect every everyone in between will probably get killed. <laughs> and then the black and the whites will be able to live happily ever once again. Maybe the blacks and the whites will enslave all the colors in between. There's an idea. Again, comedic relief, people. It's just ridiculous. So, yeah. Now, Integrity Radio will continue to go on. I don't know how long it's going to... I'll be able to continue on on this platform because it just got bought up and you have no idea what... Spotify is going to do with this platform because they have bought it and they can do whatever they want with it. So if, uh, and I know one thing that Spotify does and they charge. So there is a charge. If you want to leave your content up on Spotify, um, apparently you have to pay something or at least that's what the emails that are constantly being sent to me say that uh is it spotify or is it distro kid i'm sorry anyway we'll see how this goes fingers crossed because i really love you guys know i love the anchor platform um it wasn't running or isn't running very well on android but seems to run fabulously on the uh, iphone platform so uh let's see what else all right so it's getting cold here in the sierra foothills and um yeah we're having to deal with that um i might even uh go down south if it starts getting too unbearable but in this particular part of the foothills it shouldn't get much below in the mid to upper 30s um so yeah i might be able to uh luna and i might be able to uh you know rough it out um and uh, stay hunkered down for the season but if not then we'll probably have to take a little journey to uh, a, a warmer climate i've always been interested in checking out slab city uh, it, it both intrigues me and repulses me i'm of course that's that's what slab city is supposed to do right and um yeah it's rather it's it's uh, I, I hope it's nothing like humble because uh i kind of loved and also hated Humble, you know. I, I I thought I was a liberal until I went to Humble. <laughs> so, um, but Humble's so beautiful, and there are wonderful people in Humble. So, all right. Well, you know, one of the things I hope 
happens to anchor, at least happens to my anchor station, is call-ins. When I first started doing anchor, um, it was predominantly a call-in, like, you know, a talk radio kind of a thing for the internet. And it was really cool. You know, you'd listen to other people and they'd call into your station. Um, you call into their station. Super cool. It really is uh, what intrigued me about the platform. Now, it wasn't perfect um, having just anybody from around the world to be able to call you uh, and you be able to call them. Uh, certainly uh, it could be problematic and I, I did experience some um, pretty gnarly uh, social dynamic issues however I th but it's it was groundbreaking it was it, <laughs> old but new uh, it, it was it was really cool and I, I don't think I'm the only person that experiences practically zero call-ins. Um, however, if, if you're out there, you do anchor, and you're somebody that gets a lot of call-ins um, from people that you don't know, okay? <laughs> if you're already popular, then of course people are going to call you. Um, yeah, let me know. Let me know what your experience is on that. So... Um, I'd like to, uh, at this point, drop you some of my websites. If you want to train in martial arts, Wing Chun, Gong Fu, the best martial art in the world. And I, I don't understand why everyone, or at least the critical masses, are not training in Wing Chun. It's what Bruce Lee became famous with. It's what many people, including myself, have used to survive the world around them and their greatest enemy which is typically themselves um yeah and to maintain health and and emotional intelligence um you just can't beat wing chun and i offer just a stupid amount of classes at no cost it's my public service to the world um again that's www.cfuz dot com s i f u z dot com and uh, start training in Wing Chun Gong Fu. Give it a try. Check it out. And uh, you know, hey, I think the world could be saved with BB guns because you know, in, in America, if you're a guy, chances are you grew up rather being suppressed from having toy guns or. <laughs> Or uh, you had tons of toy guns, and it was your favorite toy. Um, so, you know, America is a gun culture. I think if you get, if you, if you replace all those firearms, the love for those firearms, for a love for the Daisy BB gun, uh, they they've been making them since the late 1800s. Um, I personally have one from 1888. And I have a collection that extends from 1888 all the way to 1940. And they are just amazing, amazing. And, uh, you know, they're very safe. They're safer than pellet guns. Um, they're just... Anyway, if you want to, ch 
you want to check out my collection of Daisy BB guns, there you go. This guy's crazy. <laughs> go to Daisy Picking a Daisy dot com and uh you check out my collection i'll probably be selling most of that collection off soon uh, again when i get the new digital device and um is there another i feel like there's another one you know there's a uh, facebook oh right of course of course we have my music which you can find at sifuzmusic.wordpress.com Dot com. Now, <laughs> I think some of my websites are about to uh, expire, so I apologize if you're unable. Yeah, if they do expire, I'm uh, I'm trying to get to that. Um, you know, I'm just one person with way too big of a to-do list. Um, but I'm pretty sure they're still happening right now, and you could go check those out. And of course whenever you want to listen to um, the Integrity Radio podcast, just go right on over to anchor.fm slash integrity. And um, yeah, hopefully Spotify will will um, keep the magic going with the Anchor app. If you'd like to contribute to this show, uh, which will be going into season five. Can you imagine season five? Um, you can go on over to paypal.me slash Z and make a one-time contribution for any amount. And it would be just highly appreciated. And I mean, literally appreciated any of the, um, contributions that are made go directly to um, keeping this pirate ship going, to quote Adam Carolla, right? He was one of the first podcasters, Adam Carolla. Um, I don't listen to him anymore. I kind of can't stand him, but, um, but I, I'm sure he's a wonderful guy, swell guy. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think of Adam Carolla? Call in to integrity.fm slash integrity no anchor.fm slash integrity call in let me know what's your favorite podcast podcaster besides myself of course and you better include me as number one so who's your second favorite podcaster (laughs) if you're not picking me as number one you you just don't know what's going on right you're not hip gotta get hip (laughs) so uh is HIPAA even a word? Does anyone even use HIPAA? Do, do only people that um, use mobility devices use the word HIP? <laughs> so, uh, so what's to expect? What's to be expected of uh, the up-and-coming Integrity Radio episodes? Well, I'll tell you. We're going to be um, doing more music, of course. And... Um, uh, you know, ranting, although you're not really listening to ranting now, but I, I am prone to ranting now and then. Um, but I would really, really like to have more call-ins. Again, I hope Spotify can maybe manage or make algorithm or something. They got all the money, right? Um, 
that will sort of allow or promote more of a call-in thing. I think one of the major issues with Anchor um, this whole time has been uh, people being able to find other people. I know it's if you're looking for me, if I'm not listed, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm still not listed, although I've been on the platform, probably one of the original adopters of the platform. Um, but I don't think I've ever been listed. And there's a good chance I might have even been shadow banned on this platform, meaning that uh, my channel has been restricted or prohibited uh, to being um, <laughs> advertised. I don't know the right word right now. I, I, there's a good chance I might have to drink another cup of coffee. All right, so stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to Integrity Radio. And this is episode, oh, I, I don't even remember. I'll, I'll look it up and, and let you know. Uh, we're coming to the end of season four, coming up on season five in Integrity Radio. And uh, give us a call. Let me know how you're surviving this pandemic, this social unrest, the passing of the greatest magician skeptic on the planet. And uh, Anchor being bought up by Spotify. I guess somebody had to keep that, keep it floating. All right. Stay tuned. Integrity Radio.
and we are back. You are listening to Integrity Radio, and I'm a little bit more awake now. Man, it's been early, early mornings, huh? I have a guest here. It's going to be a silent guest host, and um, but her name is Luna Girl, huh? I know, and it's getting cold. I know, girl. So we're putting an old down blanket on her. You know, the problem with putting blankets on dogs is they get overheated and then they get on top of the blankets and then they get cold. Huh? You want to talk about that issue? No, you're just going to shiver. Okay. (laughs) So um, I want to take this segment uh, to talk about one of the greatest folks that walked the planet. And uh, that was the amazing Randy. He truly was amazing. Um, I first knew about Randy when I was a kid studying magic, practicing magic, you know, Leisure Domain, tricks, magic tricks. And, um, oh, geez, I, I had to be maybe 12 or... I started magic at 8, so somewhere between 8 and 12... I uh, learned about Randy and Randy, the amazing Randy um, was in this book of posters. I think that's how I probably first heard about him of, uh, of famous, mostly magicians that of the past um, and some more recent magicians were added to this book of posters it's a huge book and it was a bunch of posters you could rip the pages out of the poster and put them up on your wall and that's what i did um it's what a lot of us did if you're you know sort of growing up in the 70s and uh yeah put stuff up on the walls and i'm sure many magicians or um you know practicing young magicians of the time did the same thing there's Posters of Houdini and Blackstone and Chingling Sioux and uh, and the amazing Randy. Now it's interesting. I got pretty good and popular uh, at a young age doing magic, and I started performing for the Boy Scouts and PTA meetings and. Um, and eventually hit the magic convention circuit there on the east in New Jersey. And, um, oh, you stopped shivering. Very good. Oh, now you're going to shiver again. Uh, yeah, man, what were these magic gatherings called? I don't, I don't remember. If I remember, I'll bring it up. But I started performing for these, um, magic conventions and um and it was there after one of my shows that the famous amazing randy was backstage and he was complimenting me on my act and then was also giving me some pointers um so when i went home and i told my mother that i had met the amazing randy she thought that i was i don't know uh, making make believe or pretend because she 
she had in error thought that he had long passed like Houdini or Blackstone. Um, and Blackstone, by the way, was Randy's um, mentor. And um, Blackstone, if you're not familiar with the history of magic and magicians, Blackstone was a contemporary of Houdini. And um, ironically, well, I don't know, ironically, but Randy wound up with a lot of Houdini's artifacts, letters, handcuffs, milk can. So, um, so Randy's a big deal in the magic world. And um, it turned out, I, I think, I don't know if I have enough time. Yeah, sure. I think we got enough time. Yeah. Um, so I started communicating with Randy over the phone and through uh, mail. Yeah, snail mail, it's called. <laughs> But um, and then eventually got an invitation to visit him uh, in a, at his um, a really neat house they had there in Rumson, New Jersey. So my mother took me to uh, visit the amazing Randy, and uh, it wound up every weekend I would go uh, over to Randy's and study magic and. Um, Randy also had a, um, another sort of adopted son, Alexis and Alexis was a musician. So was I. And so Alexis and I, when I wasn't doing magic, I was, uh, playing music with Alexis and it, it's actually through Alexis that he, he, he didn't like me having to go away and come back, go away. He really wanted me to hang out there. Um, I had come from somewhat of a broken family, so um, I wound up getting sort of informally adopted by Randy, um, and I started living there uh, with Alexis and Randy, and then eventually I was formally uh, or legally adopted by Randy. So... Um, that's the story there. I think I was about 14, 15 at the time. Um, I believe if the story <laughs> that, well, my friend Bill, uh, Billy G, we'll call him. I, I'm not quite sure he wants me to say his, his name, but he was actually the guy that formally introduced me to Randy. And, um, and I spent some time uh, hanging out with uh, Bill, do, you know, doing magic and stuff like that. And um, and then also with Randy. But I wound up uh, spending, of course, a lot more time with Randy. And um, I didn't get to spend a lot of time with Bill, who um, is just a budding magician and just an all-around awesome guy. So, um, <laughs> it's funny, if you're looking at me, I'm here talking to a pit bull as I scratch her ears. And she sort of like just rolls her eyes. Yeah, oh, that feels good, huh? So, uh, I wound up doing a lot of magic shows uh, with Randy, opening up for Randy. We've traveled the world in the uh, Ericsson Group, World, world Ergonomic 
um, conference that was held by Erickson. And uh, boy, you know, I am touching the uh, tip of the iceberg with almost all these things I'm talking about. And who knows, maybe if I get bored enough one day, I'll, I'll try to re- recall um, the entirety of these icebergs. But right now, uh, just sort of touching on the tip of all of these icebergs. Not just one. I would say the, I'm tipping. This is the, the tip of the iceberg of many icebergs. <laughs> Does that make sense to you, Luna? Yeah. Just keep scratching your ears. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I man, at the time when I was 14 or so, 15, I started dating the most beautiful girl in high school. Uh, I'll just her, her first name, Lydia. And, um, and, yeah, when I left home to study with Randy, I pretty much was leaving you know, my girlfriend, um, at the time as well. So, um, Lydia, if you're listening to this, uh, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> who knows? We may have gotten married. No, nah, no. Nah. Uh, I don't think either have. Yeah. You've been married. Lydia's been married. I have not been married. Never had kids. None of that. Just pit bulls. Yeah. Pit bulls. They're immaculately conceived. Yeah. That's right, Luna girl. So, um, I uh, eventually, I think it was 1986, when I had finally realized that I was not pursuing my dreams entirely. Uh, let me sort of give you a little backstory on that. This is before I met Randy. The story is this. My mom claims it was her, but I think it was my grandmother. But there you go. Asked me what I wanted for Christmas or what, no, what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I said I wanted to be a musician because my, my biological grandfather was a, somewhat of a famous musician and actor, um, Steve Rico and the Royal Hawaiians. And, um, he had done the victory war movie series opposite of, uh, Humphrey Bogart. He played a, um, what he actually was. That's what Hollywood does. They actually just use the actual people. Like they use actual doctors and actual policemen in order to sell the scene a lot of times. And so, um, yeah, he was, uh, I, I guess you could say a background actor um, for the Victory at Sea movies, I believe. Even though he was a, uh, an American World War I pilot, I believe for Hollywood he played uh, a Jap or something of that nature. Um, how the heck did we get to that? So, right, I said I wanted to be a musician. Well, my grandmother, or my mother, depending on who you want to believe, thought I said magician and bought me a magic kit. I don't know if it was for my birthday or for Christmas, but bought me a magic kit. I started doing magic for the uh, local kids in the area, and um, I would charge them 
money and stuff like that. I think I've even would get them drunk. I would steal my my parents' uh, Boone's Farm apple wine, which tasted really yummy as a kid. And I think I would get them drunk and then perform for them. So I must have been pretty amazing <laughs> back then. Um, and yeah, I, I kept performing magic. Um, I did learn how to play various instruments and uh, joined bands and was in a high school band. And um, that's where I uh, met my girlfriend, my uh, girlfriend Lydia in the band. She was in band. I think we were both in um, concert band, jazz band, and uh, and uh, marching bands. <laughs> the most, the worst marching band in U.S. history. I'm pretty sure we were rated the worst. <laughs> I think that might have had to do with me bringing. Uh, I think my parents had some sort of mafia connection with alcohol because they had cases and cases of alcohol that I was able to steal and share with all of my bandmates. So, um, yeah, that's probably didn't help with being the worst. Um, so I inadvertently became a magician by the time I was 18, 19, well, shoots, I think uh, earlier than that, I had won the uh, first place, the Tannen Magic Camp Award, uh, thanks to Randy. And um, and then I got work in the casinos as a magician. Uh, so I actually had to quit high school in order to um, get ready for the audition and I got my GED instead. So uh, Randy, about Randy. Randy had um I had first seen Randy not in person but on TV because he played himself on Happy Days. That that TV show Happy Days. And I was really disappointed because Randy was straight edge but he played a drunk character, a drunken magician that Fonzie had to come to the rescue. Um, and then Randy was on That's Incredible and also uh, debunking James Heydrich, the um, scam artist, kung fu guy. And uh, so he was somewhat of a celebrity at the time. And um, it was really uh, an amazing <laughs> Yeah, pun intended. Uh, it was really amazing to have that influence uh, at such a young age, and um, and Randy was. Let's talk about Randy. Who was Randy? What was Randy? Randy was a Canadian. Uh, had W O R radio show uh, Wonder Rama. I think it was a TV show in New York. Uh, this was back in the, what, 50s or 60s. And uh, like I said, he, he himself was a, a protege of Blackstone. And um, he had moved to New Jersey, Rumson, New Jersey, and um, had been involved with Alice Cooper. He, he put together Alice Cooper's show. 
and um, and toured with Alice Cooper, uh, where there's the Zappa connection because Zappa and Alice Cooper were touring together. So um, Randy had an acquaintance with one of my other heroes, Frank Zappa. And um, Randy was also a uh, an amateur everything, an amateur archaeologist, an amateur astronomer, astronomy, not astrology, astronomy, <laughs> and uh, you know the actual um, study of the stars and the planets and all that stuff. Just in case I'm getting it wrong. Um, yeah, chemistry, electronics, whatever it was, Randy knew the base concept of it and really, uh, it really was incredible. And so, uh, all right, oh, we are coming up on the, uh, end of the segment. I've got a bunch of people gathering behind me where I'm at. That's very peculiar. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, you know what? I think I might have to go, uh, do another segment on this. Uh, I might extend this out to episode 16 because there's just so much to talk about Randy. Um, and I want to talk about some of Randy's eccentricisms and some of the controversies. Um, but mostly, uh, um, I want to celebrate what an amazing and awesome human being the amazing Randy was. Um, and, uh, no, I'm not going to, you know, as far as dredging up, uh, dirt and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people when you're super famous, there's always mudslingers, right? And so, um, I think what I can add to that is put things into perspective um, uh, and context. Because Randy really was a, a, just an exceptional human being. And in order to really get a grasp of how exceptional, um, I think a lot of the a lot of things need to be put into proper context. And, um, I certainly am someone <laughs> that would be qualified, um, to contextualize a lot of these things. So, um, man, we're, I'm just going to throw this out so I can use it as a reminder. Uh, but Wasquire and Fred, the parrots, Right, especially crazy Fred right there at the door when you walked in the 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 door that opened the other way, in other words, it opened by from the hinges and not the doorknob if yeah if you ever visited Randy and Rumsey, you'd know what I mean um and the Orson Wells, the shadow knows when you would knock on the door Orson Wells, the shadow, something would play, and uh. Yeah, he had a, a, a full-on recording studio, a video and audio studio in the basement, as well as a machine and wood working um, room. Uh, 
uh, and then he also had a uh, a photography uh, uh, a dark room um, upstairs in the uh, in the attic. I'm sorry, he had a beautiful A frame um, Tudor. I think it's called Tudor style um, there. Um, yeah, man. I mean, you know, being around a guy that is constantly on the phone talking to Carl Sagan while he was creating Cosmos or, or uh, talking to Johnny Carson or Isaac Isamoff or Martin Gardner or, um, you know, the, 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 the guys that, st- that, that, uh, discovered the, the DNA, uh, Crick and those, I mean, you know, Randy was just connected to all these amazing people on a daily basis and on a very intimate basis and it was just incredible I at the time I had no idea it's only later in life when you realize um, how profound that connection between uh, Randy and the rest of the world is and I think now the rest of the world with his passing um will see, you know, that, that profound connection. I mean, everybody, you know, well, Johnny Carson's past, but he was very good friends with him. Uh, you know, come on, uh, Bill Nye, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Michael Shermer, uh, the list goes on Howard Stern, even, I mean, it's just mind blowing. Um, the deep connections and friends, uh, that Randy has made and maintained over the years. So, um, yeah, this, this segment went really quick and I, again, have only touched the tip of the iceberg, um, when we're talking about Randy and, um, I really do look forward to, uh, continuing this, this segment. I understand what he's doing. It's an auction. Okay. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening. This is Z. You're listening to my show going into its fifth season, Integrity Radio. And uh, hey, I I promise I'm not going to wait much longer to do another episode. I think we're going to start rolling these episodes out on a more regular basis. Like I said, we'll be getting the gear that will make it much more feasible to do so. All right. Give us a call. You know I want to hear from you. Upload the Anchor app. Anchor.fm slash integrity is where you can find me. Uh, you can also find me at sifuz.com. You can find me at pickingadaisy.com. And you can also find me at sifuzmusic.wordpress.com where all my music is. And if you'd like to contribute to this uh, show, um, really appreciate it. Um, you can do so at paypal.me slash Z. Okay. Integrity Radio. Oh, what's that, Luna? Who's that? I thought you were going to be a silent host. You have a little something to say? All right. 
All right, say goodbye to everybody. (laughs) We'll see you next episode. Integrity Radio. Suddenly, your life will